So back then, like I was 120 pounds. That was like my goal weight. I don't know why I think as women, we just pick a number out of thin air and we just decide this is what we think we should weigh. Well, fast forward, I'm 146 pounds, but I would never have said, you know, I think I want to gain 20 more pounds, but I have way more muscle now and lower body fat than I did back as 125 or 20 pounds. So I think too, with the scale, like it's a tool, but it's not something that you should base your whole journey on because it's a snapshot of one hour. Hello, welcome to Monetizing Mompreneurs podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendable. Erica is an eight times natural fitness competitor. She's a mom of three and a certified trainer and nutrition coach. Erica, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have an amazing conversation today because you were just going into like an amazing story. And so tell us how you started. So, um, I got started into nutrition and it was really just to lose like the last five pounds after my second child was born. And what I didn't realize was it was more about body composition and changing, losing fat and building muscle. Um, so many times we pay attention to the scale when it's really about changing our shape and our body. Um, and then it was after my third son was born, Jace, that I remember looking in the mirror, not realizing who that woman was stand, staring back at me. Um, just putting everybody else's needs before my own. I kind of lost my sense of self and desires and I kind of forgot what I was doing and where I was going. So I really just wanted to get back in the gym to be strong inside and out. And I started lifting. My dad was a wrestling coach. So I grew up in the weight room. So it's something that came very natural to me. And then that's how I started just going to the gym. I actually would take him with me in his car seat, six weeks old, take him with me, go to the gym, start working out. And it was through that process that fitness lifting had really just, um, given me more confidence. Um, it's brought out an inner strength, helping me to set inner, uh, stronger boundaries with people and really just find myself again. Amen. I mean, I work, I try to work out every day. So I'm off to the gym, like from after I drop off my kids in school, you know, I have my four-year-old still with me because I have um, three kids. So my boys are in school and my baby girl is with me at the gym and she loves it. She, she cries if we don't go. So that's been a positive. That's so awesome. I go like practically every day unless like life happens. And I've learned that that has definitely allowed me like more energy, more, a lot more being more into me. I do look at the scale a lot that I think I need to stop doing because a lot of experts say, don't look at the scale. What do you say about that? Because I feel like it takes accountability. Like, okay, I can't eat too much today. <laughs> but I know that's not how it works, but that's just sometimes how I, my mind works. Yes. Well, and it's kind of funny. So so back then, like I was 120 pounds. That was like my goal weight. I don't know why I think as women, we just pick a number out of thin air and we just decide this is what we think we should weigh. Well, fast forward, I'm 146 pounds, but I would never have said, you know, I think I want to gain 20 more pounds, but I have way more muscle now and lower body fat than I did back 
as 125 or 20 pounds. So I think too, with the scale, like it's a tool, but it's not something that you should base your whole journey on because it's a snapshot of one hour. So we fluctuate four to five pounds in a day, just depending on what we eat. If we have to go to the bathroom, if we're um, menstruating, things like that. So it's really just a tool. I like using measurements and also pictures because a lot of the times the scale might ne not necessarily be moving, but your pictures are going to be showing something different. Yeah. Yeah. No, like after, like, after I've decided to be consistent in like to go to the gym, not really focused because I had a bad hip I, by God's grace, my hip got healed. I mean, my hip was really bad that I would be crying in the middle of the night because of my second, you know, labor. It was really tough labor. I remember, um, I still remember how painful it was. I was shaking with pain. It was my, my other ones, like my first and my third were really fantastic labors, but my second got me and, um, and it affected my hip really, really bad. But I started, you know, lifting and just doing certain exercise at the gym that has taken that pain away. You know, when it comes to like women that's going off of postpartum, like what do you recommend? Like, how do you recommend them to start getting back in the gym, getting, getting back into that routine? Because that took me almost four years to just get back in the gym. Yeah, I think, well, and it's always important to listen to your doctor because I think ideally, typically they say six weeks, but it also depends on if you've had a C-section or a natural birth. Um, but I always say, listen to your body. Like over the last few years, I've just been come, become so in tune with my body. And sometimes a lot of times we, as women and even people, we have this all or nothing mentality. And it's really about setting small goals and increasing your confidence. So I remember when I first started, I was like, I'm going to do seven days a week get up at 5am and work out. And I, I didn't do that. And I think I got up at five once because I'm not a morning person at all. So mine's like mid afternoon, mid uh, morning. And I would say set goals that are actually doable. And if it's two days a week, great, start with that and then build up and work yourself up to that. And then also, I think there's this mindset where you have to go to the gym. You can start with body weight and be, and just do something, something small. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, that's good. That's good because um, getting back in the gym for me was for actually essential because if I wasn't getting my nutrition and my health under control, I don't think I would be even in this interview right now because it was so bad, like the pain that I, that, you know, I would be sleeping in pain. I got myself like a little special pillow. I mean, it was very bad. Like I just didn't want to go to the doctor. I know we should. And I don't recommend anyone to do that. If you need to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. Right. Yeah. Um, but what is the number one thing that women ask of you when you're posting and you're on social media and the information that you get, like what, like, what is the number one pain point, right? Like, what do you, would you say that women are struggling with? I think automatically a lot of people look for motivation. So they say, I just need motivation. And it really That's comes good. down to, I was listening to something this morning, a little like motivational clip. And it said, if you're not doing like, we all know what we could be doing better. Like, you know yes. what I mean? Like no one needs to tell me how I can do things better. But at the end of the day, the reason that I'm not doing them is because there's not enough reasons. So I feel like your why isn't strong enough. So for me, most of the time women say motivation and I can coach you so far, but you need to meet me halfway. And 
usually when people write down or when they reach out to me, it's, I want to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever. And it really has nothing to do about the number. It's how they want to feel. Yes, absolutely. When I tapped into that, that's when I started going to the gym more. Yes. So it's really about digging underneath that. Why? So for me, I wanted to be strong. I love muscle. I think it's sexy. I wanted to like feel confident. I want those, those beautiful arms. Yes. The divots. Oh my gosh. Yes. So it's like (laughs) figuring out that why. And for me, it was as a nutrition coach and personal trainer, mine was, I want to be my own business brand. I want to be my own brand or business. Mm. So you take from me, which my goal was to gain five pounds of muscle to, I want to be my own business card. Do you see how like more powerful that is? That's the gym. So not only did I gain five pounds, I've gained 25 pounds of muscle now, which is insane, but then to like, just keep that going. And then also rechecking in with your why I think even with January, we set a goal once and we never check in with ourselves. So every 30 days, make sure that you're, what you're doing is aligning and then keep going. And one more thing I'll say on this, I didn't realize this, but I read a, a quote, it said, make it the decision and then the process will follow. Usually what happens is people try to figure out the process first before they make the decision. And I went, holy crap. That's exactly what I did with my figure competitions. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I've placed in every single one. I just knew that I was going to do it and, and, and I'll figure it out as we go. And that's kind of even how you can build a business. I mean, you can relate that in motherhood with life, but I thought that was so powerful. It was ridiculously powerful. What? That that was like a gem right there. And like, if you're not taking that gem away, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, just make the decision. It's done. Like fall in love with the process. The result. Yeah. Yeah. But make a decision. No, yeah. that's so true. I remember um, when I was like second guessing my decision to have my business. It's like, do I do it all the way? I was kind of like in and out, you know, and I guess because I didn't really structure that why that makes you kind of like show up more that makes you do what you need to do a bit more and I remember when I finally decided this is this is my business I'm going to take it all the way in the instant I mean transformation like boom 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 client after client after client I mean it was crazy I was like out of nowhere and it, yeah. and it was like, you know, we have to be aware of how we are energetically inside because then those things that we desire starts coming into and falling into our lap because we're ready for them. We have the capacity, the mind capacity, the heart capacity, the soul capacity to actually do what we need to do, you know, in order to like actually steward well, you know, over those things. That's what I discovered. Yes. I can be honest. Like I wasn't doing that with my business. I did it with my fitness results. So when I read that, I went, holy crap. I take my business seriously, but I can honestly say it was kind of like for a while, it was just like a fun hobby. And then this, this year was like, oh no, I need to make a decision and do it. Cause what was the problem was I was listening to so many different people instead of coming back to me, what I wanted to do, create my own vision and go. And it's, yeah, I think that's the hardest part. I think that's the hardest part is actually like kind of making that decision, mm-hmm. right? 
that's the hardest part like truly making a decision and I think that when you make the decision it also follows suit with the why and then it follows suit with falling in love with the process yes 100% oh my god okay so (laughs) so so we so basically we established that usually you know when people come to you they're like oh I want to get more motivated I need accountability right because I have I have definitely like I remember like man I need to start getting in shape. I need accountability. And I did hire a trainer, you know, um, she actually lives really near me. And I was like, and she did it off of her home. And I was like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could bring my daughter and she had daughters. And so my little girl was able to play with her daughters and I was able to like get my workout. That did not sustain me. I didn't keep it up. I actually, after that, I started gaining weight, you know, cause I only did a, you know, a short period but it did give me the necessary tools that I needed to kind of like, um, he, kind of like heal certain areas, right? Because it was like certain exercises, you know, I told her what, what my problem was and she gave me certain things. She gave me certain knowledge, right? But knowledge can only take you so far. So boom. So we established that motivation is not it. <laughs> you think you need motivation. And, you know, and your answer to that is where's your why? Yes. We, we make decisions with our head. We think sometimes the first stage is always like, okay, I need a trainer. I'm going to reach out. You've made it in your head, but you haven't made it in your heart yet. Mm, that's it's good. Like such a different shift. Cause that yeah. it, it's happened to me. Like I went through it. So now when other people come to me, I can see it before they can see it. Like if yeah. someone's curious or if they're not, which is no shame. Cause you're on your own journey. And even going through my own journey, like sometimes we think like, gosh, this is taking forever, whether it's business, relationship, fitness. But at the end of the day, when I look back, I go, dang, that was that it made me stronger. That happened for a reason. I, I needed to go through what I went through to get here. Yeah. Don't be double-minded. Yes. You got to be one-minded from within, right? Head, heart, soul, spirit, all of that one. You got to be yeah. like decision all aligned. All right. Boom. So it's not motivation, get deeper with your why. And then the next step, what is the next step to get massive results? Because I feel like you're telling us how to get massive results. Yes. (laughs) Um, I would say 80% of it's nutrition. So one of the things I think is super funny and ironic is I'll give people meal plans. And I don't necessarily like saying like, here's a meal plan, follow it. Cause what I eat might be different for you. So I really like to teach macros counting. So what does that mean? Uh, macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fat. So how many, cause my protein number might be different than yours, depending on your goals, um, carbs, same with uh, me. Cause you can, if you've heard the calories in calories out, yes, you do want to eat less calories than they are burning to create a calorie deficit. But at the same time, I think women take it too extreme when you really don't have to be in that much of a deficit. I mean, I mean, when you consider that a cup of your favorite Starbucks is around 800 calories. I mean, yeah, right. Like it's eye-opening that maybe we should do that once a week instead of seven or five or whatever. And then should be afraid like, oh my gosh, the liquid that I'm drinking is, is actually making me gain weight. You know, that's, it blows your mind. Yes. Well, and then it's taking that your calories, but then also looking, okay, what is making up those calories? How much protein am I actually getting? How many carbs, how many fats? Because I have specific goals. I need to know those numbers. But then what I like about doing that is I can puzzle piece it together. So like yesterday 
I had, um, some yogurt with girl scout cookies. Like I will plan them into my meal. So it's flexible dieting. So I'm not really restricting. I went out to breakfast this morning. Um, but it's about choices, like choosing, you know, planning it out choices. And when I give women meal plans, they'll take pictures and send them, but I am a fan of eating carbs. We need carbs for our body. And I will never, I'm not a coach that will tell you to cut anything out unless it doesn't agree with you. You know, your body, I process food differently than you process food. But as they send me their pictures, they automatically don't eat carbs like every single picture. So I had one client who was like, I, she plateaued and I noticed she wasn't eating any carbs. And I'm like, have a sweet potato for lunch. And she looked at me and she was like, you want me to do what? I said, have a sweet potato for lunch. Just do that for once, for one day for a week. And just let me, let's see what happens. She did. She started losing weight again. Cause as you lose weight, you need a, your body needs fuel to make, to use that, make it into muscle and to get energy. So it's like not being afraid of that. It's, it's not the carbs that make us overweight. It's how much and what kinds. You know what? That makes actually absolutely perfect sense because I remember that I was like not eating carbs. And then one day I binged on some homemade bread. Okay. I made the bread and I lost weight. Yeah. <laughs> well, well how in the world? It's like a scale. You have to balance it. Cause if you eat too much one way, it's going to go, it's going to tip one side. If you go too much the other way, it's going to tip. And even like, I call it a splurge meal. Like I, one, one day a week I go out, I have like a burger and fries. That's usually my favorite. And then I still eat clean the rest of the day. Usually I'll wake up leaner the next day. Now, if I did that every day, my, the scale would start tipping. So I still okay. have to keep it in check. Everything in moderation. Exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. Because if you cannot do it for a lifetime, you should not be doing it period. Wow. Wow. No, this is good because, you know, when I first started like trying, you know, on my whole health journey, at first it was, I want to lose weight. That was my first goal. Like I want to lose weight, but that didn't keep me in the, you know, in the zone. Mm -hmm. What kept me in the zone was I want more energy so yes. I can do more for my family so I can show up for my business. Yes. So I can be the woman I want to be. Yes. And that did it for me. That's so much more powerful. <laughs> like that gives me goosebumps because it's like, you're hitting that deeper, the deeper nerve, the deeper why, the deeper emotion. Yeah. It's and you know, I hated going to the gym. I absolutely hate it. Mm -hmm. I found something within my gym and I love it. I found cycling. I love okay. cycling. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love it. Helped my hips. For whatever reason, you know, I, I can sleep well now, you know, and then after I do the cycling, it's like 30 minute cycling. And then I do my core, which is like yeah. setups. I know I should be doing more stuff, but I'm keeping it simple. Yeah. Well, insert somewhere. And you said a key thing, like I'm doing what I love. I, most times people just do things because they think they should, instead of finding an activity that they actually love and want to keep doing. I used to think, um, so many of my friends did yoga. Yoga is great, but it wasn't my thing. I like to lift heavy and I like to go hard. And once I found that people started coming to me and they're like, Oh, I should do that. I should do that. And I was like, no, you need to go find what you enjoy because yes. they just get passion and energy from you. It's not really the activity. It's just your love for it. Yeah. And you know what? It also goes into business because 
I know when I started in business, I started like as a handmaker and, you know, I was just sewing because I've always wanted to try it. But anyways, I remember I took a, um, I decided to do a class, a sewing class and I, I promoted it. It was like a local, I did, I had it in a local sewing shop that I used to go all the time and around two people signed up and I was ecstatic though. I was ecstatic. Like, wow. Right. Found out I hated to teach to sew. <laughs> so you got to try different things. Yes. Like for yes. me, I, I don't like the elliptical. I don't like that thing. I don't like, you know, the Stairmaster. I would do it because of the results, you know? Yep. And because uh, I was having knee pain around with my hip pain, I couldn't do the treadmill. I love running. I used to be a runner. So before, so what happened to me was um, I was out on a run and someone called me and they gave me bad news that my brother had passed mm. while I was out on the run. Mm. And after that, I stopped running. And so that really affected me, you know, and I was like, what's going on with me? And then I realized like, oh my goodness, this is kind of like holding me back. So I found something else. I like cycling. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Like my favorite, honestly, is jumping rope, which I know a lot of people probably don't like doing. That. I hear you can burn more yeah. calories. Jumping in 10 minutes is almost like you running for three miles. Is yeah, I love it. Well, it probably depends on your body type. And of course your muscle, because the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn. But even for me, like I have a Garmin watch that I use. Um, and it's not a hundred percent accurate, but at least it gives you an idea of how many calories I just told my group there this morning. I do online coaching and in person, but I told them that I started doing hit again, which I normally do for my fitness com competitions, but I started doing it again, mostly just because it gets me productive during the day, gets my energy going. Um, wakes me up and I burn uh, 200 to 400 more calories during the day, just by doing 10 minutes of hit in the morning. Yeah. I hear hit is a really good, yes. that's what CrossFitters do, right? Is that what CrossFitters Yeah. A lot do? of it is. Yeah. I do uh, my cardio in the morning and then I'll lift later once I get kind of more food in me. Cause you're like, you know, a, a gym person. Yes. <laughs> I am a gym person. Yes. <laughs> What is it? There's a shirt that I was like, I'm like, I'm a, um, I'm a regular mom, but a cool mom. Cause I'm a lifting mom or something like that. Gosh, so that's cool. awesome. <laughs> you should, you should make a t-shirt of that. I know. Like, <laughs> right. No, Hey, you can, I got a little bit of a, a swag, a little bit of a merch shop going on on, yeah. my, on my website. Yep. Yep. I got some mugs that says monetizing entrepreneurs. Oh, like, yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you should consider that because I'm always looking for like cool, you know, like cute shirts to go in the gym, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like fitness. Cause you know, one of the, one of the secrets I hear is to look, have cute clothes. Have you yeah. seen that real? Well, you know, yeah. Look good. Feel good. Yes. No, yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. And it just brings your confidence up. Okay. Another question I would like to say is like, okay, we already know, like, if you don't know where to start, start somewhere. Right. Yes. And what happens if we can't tap into our why, like, you know, like how can, how can we get more in tune? Like, what would you say to the person that's not mo really motivated? They were first motivated at first and they drop off a little bit. What would you say to them? I would say it's usually because like, again, 
I have three kids. We're all in sports. My husband's a dairy farmer. We're super busy. And usually when I drop off or things become, it's because I'm kind of going through the motions. I'm not sitting. I'm not reflecting. I'm not being present. So if someone's kind of lost their way, I would say I started doing gratitude walks. I kind of named Ooh, them. That's powerful. So I would go outside and I started walking to the library. It was like three blocks. It wasn't long, but I would not take my phone. I would be present. I would start doing gratitude. And it was really just connecting back to myself. I'm a Christian. So I was praying to God and just, um, just like being present. Cause we're always, there's no short of information coming at us, but it's really the, the challenging part is sitting in the stillness and allowing yourself to just be, I mean, have you ever gone to a restaurant and like everyone's on their phones? Yes. Like I, I do. I look around. It's like, yes. <laughs> I look around it's like, and see what people are doing. Yeah. And it's, and I feel like that with my children too. Like it's always, always about electronics and it's like you, you're missing that chance to get to know who you are as a person. Yeah. Um, for a long time, I remember probably about 2015, I came home and I started crying and my husband's like, what's wrong? And I was like, what if I don't do fitness and nutrition anymore? And he's like, okay, but I made that my identity. Oh, that's good. This is good. Let's go deeper. Oh, yeah. So that's really what, like, cause I would go to all these things like with my, for my kids and they would, which I love fitness and nutrition, but people would always ask me about it. And that part of me was like, I'm a mom too. I have issues too. Like I want to talk too. So it really yeah, look because we look at someone like you as a mom. I'm sorry for but you. Yeah, go ahead. But I would look at someone like you. I'm like she got it together. No, <laughs> and I'm, I don't. And I, my my clients know that. Like honestly, I'm a few steps ahead. But that doesn't mean we. Ne- no one ever has it all together. Like I mean, if you got the arms, you're like they got life. Like life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was like, and then I had to repackage that because I am very, I am competitive. Um, I like to, I love to help and nurture, but I also have that drive. So it was like kind of blending the two together. Um, But not only I'm really, I was really good at giving grace to my clients, but I had to show that to myself as well. And then also repackage, like, what does, what does it mean to be me? Like, who am I actually not based off of my income, my job, my titles, like, everything from that. So casting your cares, casting your cares. Yes. So it was really, that was a lot of it was, um, yeah, making my identity, not, not about me and not my business. That's so good. Like, thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like, you know, like I said, like if I was to look at, you know, I'm sure, you know, like all you, you, you see those accounts, right. It's yes. all fitness amazing like sometimes very pro videos and you're like they got it together like they got it together you know or you know or even if they have just a flat stomach having a baby on their you know on their their side right but I love the mess like we don't have it all together you know we we, all of us even the women that you think that have, have it all together their struggles their there's things that we're all going through and and that we're all facing I think that's what's important in having a podcast like this and just having these conversations for other moms that hey I've been where you are you know I'm just a little bit a few steps ahead you know let me bring you up here so you can go soar right yes 100% yeah 
no, it's so true. It's just like, and I think too, like, even for me, like I'm, I am pretty vulnerable, but I still don't show everything on social media. And some days, like I always tell my clients, like there's like, you have to find the consistency within the inconsistency. Cause some days my business gets more of me. Some days, my family, some days it's myself. Some days I kick butt other days. I'm like, let's just try again tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I was going to post like a picture of me in a bonnet, you know, with my kids. I was like, nah, that's that's too much. (laughs) But, you know, just because uh, I think it's just like, because, you know, people are are only showing highlight reels and maybe a few times dropping some of those, um, you know, vulnerable moments. Because it's so hard to just be vulnerable online, right? Like, so it's very difficult. It's not, it's not easy, but you know, I think, I think this is a great message. Like, Hey, figure out your why don't let what you do define you. Yes. Or your weight or your weight. Yeah, I know. Right. Embracing your weight. Oh, that's so hard. But I decided instead, cause I have this problem. This is, this is my problem is that, you know, I would look in the mirror. I'm like, shoot, you're looking good, Lynn. You know what I'm saying? Like I would I wouldn't see, I wouldn't see me gaining the weight, you know? Mm-hmm. But I step on the scale. Oh man, that scale is saying something different. Right. <laughs> so you know, my body dysmorphia is a little bit different. It's like, shoot, there is nothing wrong with me. <laughs> no, and of course I would absolutely love the, you know, the chiseled, the chiseled arms and everything like that. But no. and you have to embrace you because like 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 you said, fall in love with the process, fall in love with cycling, and your body will come. Yeah. Let go of the number because, like I said, we're just picking it out of thin air. What we think I had to let go. I had to let go. I had to let go because my number does not match how I feel. Yes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? At one point it did. And that's why I was like, I got to do something about this. (laughs) But right now, because of the activity that I'm doing, it doesn't match. I'm like, that's weird. I look at the scale. I'm like, no, you're a liar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and lower than that. In one of my groups, we, I do have them weigh every morning, but it's not because I'm tracking. It's to like have it just become obsolete. Mm. To just it's repetition. The more you do it, yeah. the less I like weighing myself. I don't. I don't think there's anything bad with that. I think it's how you feel in your clothes. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's what you make it mean. What you make that's, it mean. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. I would say the. We're so the, attached, right? We're so attached to that number. Like if yes. I was only 20 pounds lighter, then I would feel X, Y, Z and I would be X, Y, Z, right? We tell ourselves that, yeah. yep. you know, or, you know, I would be, you know, a sexy vixen, you know, and my husband would be all over me, right? <laughs> I don't know, whatever you're telling yourself, right? <laughs> yes. But it's true. It's, we, we set goals for, cause it's conditional. Cause you think you're going to be happy versus like you had said, just letting it go, letting it be what it is doing the work and it will come. I promise. Yeah, and you know, and that's that's a testament to how business is as well, mm-hmm. right? Yep. We see what we're doing. We're not seeing results. We want to quit. Yes. Yep. And I will say, I'm going to be 40 next Wednesday. Wow! Congratulations. Thank you. I was you honestly good. Thank you. Goodness. I was like, kind of like 40 is a big number, so I was like, oh, it's kind of making me nervous. I love my body and my life so much now, more now than I ever did in my twenties. Like I would never go back. And that was one thing that I took out of my marketing was the pre-pregnancy. Like, let's get back to your high school genes or your pre-pregnancy. And I'm like, would I want to do that? No, 
I know so much more now after having kids, I love my body now. So it's like, that's what I want to help. That's why I have like rediscovering a body you're proud of because let's take you and then like shift it and build something new. Yeah. I feel like, you know, our high school bodies are just way different than our bodies. Oh like yeah. Even if you were to get back that weight, you might be even, you know, I feel like you'd be like a, a, a stick, you know, like, yes. like for me, cause I, I wasn't, you know, I was, they called me the pink panther growing up because I was so skinny. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. So this is the, like, you know, that's when I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my weight is getting out of hand. I've never been this big. I've been this big when I was pregnant, you know? And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh shoot, what am I going to do? You know? And so I'm, I, I, it took me aback. Like after I took some pictures, it actually registered like how much weight I was going, was gaining. Looking in the mirror didn't do it for me. Right. Taking right, pictures right. did it for me, yes. you know, um, for whatever reason. So take the picture, girl. Do yes. You're at. yes. And it's scary. <laughs> Everyone always is like, uh, I don't want to take pictures. Trust me. You do. You don't even have to show anybody. Just take the picture. Yes. So I did. I took some pictures. I did a video and I, I hear that you should do it every day. What would you say? I no. I usually have my clients do at least, I would say the most once a week, even for me as a fitness competitor, I do once a week and mm-hmm. fitness competitor and weight loss is a little bit different because with fitness, you have, you're doing like weekly countdowns till you get into your right. training. So I do need to be on top of my nutrition, making sure my body's doing what I need to in a healthy way. And I started out far enough in advance. So I'm not, I'm not, um, um, putting my health. Yeah. I want to go into, I want to go into now that we've established the mindset, Mm -hmm. now let's go into physical activity. Okay. Now that we we found our why we found how deeply we can go into our why, right? Mm -hmm. Make the decision, get real, real for yourself. Do not allow your activity to, to define you, what you do to define you and, you know, have something that will move you forward. Now, where do we go? Like as far as physical activity, like where do we start? Like we maybe we've been to the gym before, or we've never been to the gym before, or we know we gotta go in. How do we find that that you know that love for fitness? I remember I was like, I wish I was addicted to going to the gym. I I I absolutely it was like like dragging feet until I found cycling. Yeah, so awesome. I I would say um, trying to find a class. Is something that excites you, like try and try a few different classes to see. I what... wasn't a class person, like okay. but I would do a cycling class, but class sure. is not for me. Like okay. I, so... I can't do no Zumba because I'm a, yeah. I need time to process the steps. Yeah. I will <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, find a class. Otherwise, a lot of gyms have personal trainers that do free assessments and you okay. can always ask um, to show or get with you, right? Or, yes. Or get with me. I do online in-person coaching. Yes. That would be the, the smart answer, right? No. <laughs> Shameless plug. No, it's okay. We're just, but, we're just, we're giving value. That's why you weren't even yeah. thinking about, you know, you there, you're like, right. I want to give value. Yes. Well, and, and it's just starting small. So like, I know how it can be intimidating to go to the gym and to have people. Cause you, you think people are looking at you when really they're not there. More people are we're self, um, obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard it? Like you think people care about you, but really people just care about themselves. Yeah. So no one's thinking about no you. You're thinking at. about that mistake. 
exactly. know, unless it was something ridiculously embarrassing. Right. But now too, there's so much like YouTube, like the, I think too, sometimes people are afraid they're going to be show up on a meme or something. Um, Ooh, oh, really? Have you heard that? I, I haven't. Oh, I don't do that, but like, there's a lot of people that videotape people. And sometimes I don't know if it's like, uh, staged or I if it's pray they, they videotape me, just tag me, let it go viral. Just tag yeah, me. Right. Right. So, or <laughs> just even, kidding. Just kidding. Don't do it. Yeah, I know. I'm just God, like, please help me. Protect uh, me. <laughs> or I would say get like a, like I put little body weight plans together. Like I have one client who I'm working with, um, she wants to get back in the gym. So she's like, I'm not there yet. So I was like, great, let's start with three days a week. Tell me what you have at home. She had five pound weights, eight pound weights. And I did like a small little routine three times a week. And I think it was like 15 minutes, just something to get her going. Because as she's that momentum starts getting uh, more confidence, then we can go, okay, let's add another set onto this day. Yeah. And I do recommend, I do recommend someone like getting with a trainer. Yeah, you know I absolutely do because I did. And I honestly, because of that, I learned about exercises that would better facilitate strengthening my hip. Yes. You know, and stretches. I actually, one of the things that really blessed me was getting one of those bands and I never would have thought about it, but she was like, Hey, let's see. She's like, she asked me questions like, how does it hurt? What activities when you yeah. squat, does it hurt? You know, when you move this, what type of motion? And she finally found like what activities, you know, wh- wh- whether it was pool or pool or what have you like made it more irritated or what activities made it better, right? Yeah. For strengthening. And in the beginning, I don't know what it is, but why do personal trainers want to kill you in the beginning? Just kidding. But they don't make you super so- sore. Oh my gosh. Well, I couldn't even walk up the stairs. I remember the couple of that is never my intention. And I kid you not, this happened to me a few times. I would train people and they literally would, after our session, they look at me and they go, thank you for not making me throw up. And I went, what? Yeah. yeah. She goes, oh, the last few trainers I've had made me throw up. And I was like, oh my gosh. I go, my intention is to challenge you, but it's also, and to like mentally make you a little tougher, but I want you walking out that door going, oh, I feel pretty good. And I can't wait to do it again. Like that should be your goal, not to like make it suck. Yeah. Like that yeah, was yeah, that hard was, in my life. In the beginning, it was like excruciating in the beginning to get back into shape. was excruciating. Yeah. It yeah. was like tough nights, you know, tough things, but I had to keep on going because, you know, yes. your wife keep you going, you know, and now yeah. I can actually exert myself that I won't ever get to how sore I was in the beginning when yes. I first started. You know, yes. I can actually push and like push hard and yes. not get as sore as that first couple of days of like no workout or, or you know, at all. Yeah. So, there is a, there is a quote that someone said too, like when you decide to start getting fit, watching your nutrition, we think it's going to happen like that, like super quick. And there is a quote that the said, first week that the, yeah, the right, right. Like <laughs> the scale hasn't moved, this isn't working. And Imagine walking 10 miles into a forest. We, and then, so that's your journey. And now you got to walk that 10 miles back out, but people expect to walk it in like one. So if you think of your journey, like you're depending on where you're at for your goal, like you might be 10 miles into the forest. You got to walk that 10 miles out. Someone might only be five. Someone might only be two. So it's really like that totally put it in perspective. Like everyone's on their own journey 
but you got to put in the work to get out. Amen. So yeah, so she, she gave me that band. I love that analogy, by the way, because it's so true. She gave me that band and had me kind of like, you know, attached it to the, what is that thing called? That you, you know, you. The squat rack? Yeah, the squat rack. And she attacked because, you know, it's pretty heavy. And then, you know, and then I would do a stretch on my hip and I felt it where it was like, it was like, it was almost like if something was pinned within my, my, I guess my rotator, right? Yep. No, not rotator. That's the um, shoulder. <laughs> yeah, your shoulder is your rotator, like your hip. Um, well, the actual ball is called the acetabulum, but. Yeah, okay. Somewhere on there. That's, woo, you see? Because, you know, exactly. Trainers, guys, trainers know things that you wouldn't know. <laughs> and it's also like forms important too. Cause it's mind to muscle contraction. Cause you want to make sure you're squeezing the appropriate muscle. And a Ooh. lot of times when I used to work out in a gym, I would just see people walking aimlessly through the weights, like do a few here, do a few here, um, and then be done. And you need a plan. And I usually will do three sets of one exercise. Cause the first set's always like my warm up, And then I do at least two or three more. So a total of three or four. And I am, I'm only doing like five exercises, but I'm lifting heavy. And that's the other misconception with women. And like, I don't want to be bulky. Well, if you feel like you're getting bulky and I say that with quotes, it's because you're eating more than you're burning period. Ooh. You have to find that sweet spot. So don't be afraid to lift heavy because that is what's going to be helping you get that muscle to actually want, like everyone wants the curves. That's what's going to help you get the curves, but you have to, you can't, you have to make sure that you're challenging it. So my rule of thumb is like, if you can get to 10 reps and it's super easy, go up and wait. If you cannot quite get to 10 reps, it might be a little too heavy. The last two to three should be kind of a push, kind of a challenge. Yeah. By the third Um, set burning. Yeah. You know, that's so cool what you said about like the muscle and mind connection, because that is exactly what happened to me when I discovered that I was not utilizing my glute on that side of the hip. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I didn't know, but because of the trainer, you know, because of working with her, you know, we discovered that, you know, like you're not using your glute. (laughs) Well, And even like for me with training women, like we do a lot of, um, isolation exercises. So for instance, like rear legged deadlifts, um, those work your hamstrings. If I'm doing those at the same time, all the time, my, um, right doesn't engage as quickly as my left. So if I were to not know that and not pay attention, what's going to happen is eventually my left is going to get overtrained and then there's going to be injury, which is going to take me out. So I always train a lot of like, we'll train muscle groups together um, like a squat, but then we might do single leg squats too. So we're training them separately as well. So a lot of people ask me, like, I'll do like CrossFit moves, but for me, it's more like body sculpting. Cause at the end of the day, I don't care how much I can lift. I don't care about hitting PRs. That's my goal. Like if it's your goal, great. That's not me. I just want to look and feel good and be healthy and strong. Yes, me too. Me too. And that's why I, I, I fell in love with a workout routine. I was so happy when I did because it was yeah. hard. It was, and and I want people to know, especially, you know, moms, like it may be ridiculously hard in the beginning, but tap into that why, right? Yeah. Tap into that why and get with someone like Erica, 
get with Erica. <laughs> you can get if you can get birth, you can get through a workout session. Yeah, you know, shoot, my second was nine pounds, and that did it for me. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like big baby. He he was born like he was three months old already. <laughs> <laughs> a lot as moms so it's like we are people we do not give ourselves a credit enough for what we do we are so strong and so capable we just need to start realizing it I recently heard a reel that said um and it was a comedian and she was and she said hey there was a new study done and that you know menstrual cramps is the same pain as a man going through a heart attack. Really? Yes, because you're not. <laughs> wow. I was like, I know. It's like, true. Think about the all the stuff that we have to go through with our bodies. I'm like, damn, we're strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, and I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. You know, and she went deeper into it, you know, yeah. like, you know, we're bleeding out, you know, like, you know, she was talking about going into work, you know, maybe if we go into work, we should talk more about our feelings, you know, because of what we're going through, right? If we're going to yeah. go through work through that time. But, you know, I, I don't know, for me, it made because, you know, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. No, that's funny. But we are, we're, we, we don't give uh, ourselves so much credit, you know, and we judge ourselves by what, what we do, like you were saying, our identity, right? Yep. Yep. Or people will say, I'm just a mom. No, you are so much more than that. Yeah. And so now let's go to the nutrition part of it, you know? So, you know, for me, I felt like I ate really healthy and I learned that there were certain foods. So I started like cutting a lot of stuff off. It's almost like doing the whole food stuff. You know, I heard about like the whole 30. I did not do that the whole 30, but I did like, I decided to just cut off a lot of like the regular food I was eating. I was eating a lot of rice and a lot of bread and a lot of cheese. And I decided to cut the rice, the bread and the cheese. And I just ate potatoes, like sweet potatoes, potato with mushrooms. I love shiitake mushrooms, you know, and there were, for a period I didn't eat any meat. And then I introduced meat back in. And then um, I learned that rice was making me more inflamed. Mm. like belly wise and bread of course bread that sweet sweet bread <laughs> now I just do it sparingly you know yeah. <laughs> but it would get me more but but and I started to see results once those you know the bread was cut off and oh and I cut off sugar completely oh, you know, cut off sugar yeah completely and that helped a lot with my inflammation because I would, I would love this, you know, you know, coffee and cream and sugar. I decided to just do like either honey, even though it has more calories, but I felt like, you know what? I already cut so much out. I think I'll be good with the calories on this honey, you know? So, you know, I thought I was eating healthy because I was eating a lot. I was, I wasn't eating processed foods. I was gaining weight, you know, but of course, right. I'm a web designer. So I have a very sedentary lifestyle because of just sitting in the computer having interviews all day no I'm just kidding. but you know yeah. having interviews and doing web design and you know hosting my client site and all that right mm-hmm. I remember my trainer asked me do you have a stand-up desk and I was like no I, I honestly don't want one though 
<laughs> maybe I should in the future after I get better at cycling. Sure. But, you know, I felt like I was eating healthy and I couldn't understand the weight gain. Yes. So usually my recommendation is kind of do the same thing like you, like, you know, the, the basics would be increase your water, increase your sleep, increase your protein. But usually when I have clients start with me, I, before I even give them a meal plan, um, I say, track your food for three days for me so I can get an idea. So I'm currently working with a client right now and she went, I gave her macro, her numbers to hit and she went over on her carbs and everything she ate was healthy. But then I said, we need to take this, or it was a banana. I was like, maybe choose the banana or choose the oatmeal. And she's like, but banana potassium, it's good. Right. I said, of course, bananas great. But if you look at your end totals, you went over. So you got to choose one. So that's where it's about like knowing how much of what you're eating. And then two, like what's a carb, what's a protein, what's a fat. And that's where working with a coach can help. And I wish nutrition was black and white, but it's not. So just like you said, with rice, paying attention to your body, what, how it affects you. Um, but then also like what I started with how many years ago is not what I'm doing now. So it's, it's always a moving target because your body's changing all the time. So it's something that you have to tweak. And how many, how many calories are you eating? I eat, so currently to maintain my body type would be about 2000, but I am in a cut right now. So a cut means I'm a calorie deficit. I'm trying to lean out. So right now I'm at about 1700, 1800. Yeah. Because I I want people to know like what the calorie is because what they have to get their weight, right? Like their weight and what else? Um, Um, It's weight, height and age. And that's strictly a, I have a few calculations that I can get a little bit closer, but that's also like, and I would always gauge your activity level kind of lower than what it says on the, the gauge. Cause those are all computerized. So they're not going to know exactly what you're at, but then always start small and increase. And what happens is people start too small, like the 1200 range. I never start anybody lower than like 14, 1500 calories, depending on their activity, because what happens is, so I'm going to use myself an example if I were to do nothing all day, like just sit around, I burn about 1400 calories. Naturally. Then, naturally. Yep. Then you add in my activity that would bring me up. So yesterday I burned, I think 2,100 the other day I burned 2,400, sorry. Uh, 2,400 calories. calories you burned. Yes. yes. Okay. So now could you imagine if I was eating 1200 calories and I burned that much, I would be in the pantry binging because I was be so hungry. And then I would go, Oh, well, this doesn't work. Ooh, that's good. That's good. So it's really, like I said, getting with someone and eating because what happens is most people, again, most women just keep cutting calories instead of a lot of the times we got a reverse diet, which means build you back up to where you would normally would be at. Okay. Question. How do you count how many calories you burn? Like my cycling class, how many calories am I burning there? You know, Um, there is, there was a book I read like 25. Uh, what was it? What was your number? <laughs> um, it was, I mean, like I, I ran this morning on the treadmill and I'll say about, you know, this, how many calories I wear a fitness watch. So that's kind of what I go off of. Mm-hmm. Even then it's not going to be a hundred percent, but at least it gives me a little bit of a ballpark. Okay. So, so, okay. Let's go over a few good apps to use to help us on our journey. What would you yeah. recommend? So um, a fitness watch. 
So like an Apple with an Apple Watch? Um, you could. So Apple, I'm not familiar because they have something like the whole closing thing. rings. Mm-hmm. So I have the app on my phone because I do have an Apple phone or iPhone. And this is why I don't like it. So it tells me my steps and it, I, my move calorie or my move goal is 310. But what I think happens is most women get obsessed with how much calories they burn in their workouts. I don't care how much calories you burn in your workout. I want to know how much you're burning the whole day. So if you look at my log, because muscle, I, when I lift, I'm probably not going to be burning that much in my workout, but during the day I'm going to be burning more. Okay. So I have a Garmin watch. Um, it's a Garmin Vivo move move, and it tracks my, um, I have to input my information, but it tracks my, um, heart rate, my stress, my intensity minutes, my steps, my menstrual cycle. It can track my water, my weight. And, and then my calories that you have right here, that thing right there. Yes. And it looks fancy. I wear it like a dress watch too. Wow. That's beautiful. I'll put a link. Yeah. Way cheaper than Apple. But, um, anyway, so, uh, so my workout yesterday, I think I burned only like, it's kind of funny when I watch. So in my workout, I only burned probably like 300 is what my watch tracked, but then through the course of the day, it gets higher and higher and higher because I'm burning more. And then at the end of the day, yesterday, I, I burned 2,088 calories. Wow. And then how many, how much calories did you intake? Cause you're in the um, yesterday I can show you, or I can tell you, cause I have it logged yesterday. I ate 1645. Wow. So you're in a cut for real. Yes. yes. How long will you take me to see that, that result in a week? Oh, I've already seen it. I've lost five pounds, maintained my muscle and 1.6% body fat in a week or in actually okay. starting last Wednesday. So right. little. So when you start like getting more control of like, you know, the numbers and stuff like that, you can actually see results a little bit quicker than if yes. it was up in the air. Right. Yes. And I felt good. I do supplement. Um, I'm not eating chicken and rice every single meal. I supplement with protein shakes. Um, but I'm still eating food. Like that was another misconception is I just talked to a client the other day. She's like, I can't just eat shakes. I need food. And I'm like, girl, if you're just eating shakes, you're doing it wrong. Like yeah, that's only supposed to enhance what I'm already doing. I went through a, cause I was so desperate to lose weight. And my friend was like telling me about this program that she is almost like an MLM, I guess. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I trust her and everything like that. I was like, Oh, let me try it. All they had was like, I could only do like bone broth, like one cup a day and then eat all of their bars and processed food. I was like, it made me sick. I was like, I can't do it. I can't. It was horrible. So I think, I think people need to realize like eat, you know, like don't, don't get on these weird. Right. So when I, I told her, so I was like, I eat about 16 to 1700 calories, 400 of those come from shakes. So that means I'm getting over a thousand calories of food. Yeah. So if you think about that, like it just helps me hit it because it breaks up the monotony of my meals. And it's more of a treat for me. Um, and my protein number, I try to hit at least 150 every day. to maintain. So like, you got I it. To keep it high and I need to eat. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think that's why people have the, the, that perception, like they got their life together because you got your macros, you got, 
been doing it for a while. (laughs) So, I mean, I can understand. I mean, but that's discipline, right? And that's the power of discipline, you know? And that, and I don't think, I think that whoever is listening and I want them to know is that, like, don't think that you got to get into the high level of counting all these macros and stuff like that. Like, start small. Yes. Right? Start small. Start Start with your mindset. Start with at least doing one activity a day or something, you know, how how many times a week? Like, two times a week, three times a week, like one time a week, maybe. For working out? Yeah. Like, maybe just start. What are you committed to? What are you committed to? Mm, That's good. Yeah. Erica, where can people find you? So I hang out on Instagram, probably mostly. I do have a Facebook page, xoerica.hazy. Um, my website is xo-erica.com. And currently right now, I reach out to me. I love meeting new people. I, lo- I just love it. Um, and that's why I think I love Instagram so much because it just feels so personal. I like Instagram a lot too. Yes, it's great. And then I do run two programs. She is Fierce is my all women in gym which I have it in person um, in Minnesota. And then I have Grit and Grace, which is my 10-day accountability online challenge. Ooh, nice. Like get on that challenge. Like if you're, if maybe this hit you in the right season, like do the work. Like Faith Without Works is dead. Go ahead and reach out to Erica and get that accountability because it will bless you. It, it, anything that you're investing towards your health, towards your mindset, you know, I feel like it's a very positive thing and you'll, and you will never regret it. You know what I'm saying? You are your best investment. Exactly. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for for having me. It was fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a chance, stop by the website at lindabendable.com. Sign up for the blog cure, which is an awesome, awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level and join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.